And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast. My name is Michael Sipes, and actually, Shane, you can find me on Twitter, at FFBlitz, if you wanted to know where I was. <laughs> and I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Brown. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, at Dynasty Madman, keeping it simple. <laughs> and Shane Manila. Um, at Shane is the worst. You change it a lot, so I didn't right. even know what it was this time. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's it. Uh, I, you know, I just, I just made that joke based on what people were saying in our uh, group me chat for the Patreon. So, look, I was just proud that I actually remembered to mention you guys on a fucking <laughs> on a podcast that I was on. Hey, that's appreciated, brother. <laughs> I do. I, I try to do that yeah. every time. It, it was just pretty funny that one of the listeners said, "Oh, just listen to the show," and Shane can't remember what <laughs> Michael's Twitter handle is. Um, and then, hey, listen, we're here and we are. Joined by one of my favorite people on Twitter, um, and Jeremy, <laughs> not you, uh, not uh, you. Uh, Beside <laughs> you, one of my favorite people on Twitter, a friend of the show, Katie Flower. Loud and proud, and one of the in crowd. That's me. <laughs> I'm at ff underscore skyler three ninety nine on Twitter. That's so awesome. And Jeremy loves to call you the diva of Devi. That's, That's right. right. I'll take it. I like that moniker. I'll take it all day. She's earned it. She deserves it. So we decided that everybody had all these rookie drafts and everything like that, and we were going to just hang out and talk about rookies and rookie drafts, and we figured we'd call up Katie and say, hey, you want to join us? And she said, absolutely. So that's what we're going to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's dig yeah. in. Yeah, we're going to talk about fantasy football. We're going to talk about dynasty trades. We're going to talk <laughs> about rookie drafts. I wanted to talk about quantum mechanics, but um, I tweeted that out last night and I asked for some listener questions and no one responded. So I was going to talk about that. I was yeah. going to ask you that. What was that all about? <laughs> well, I'm watching devs. Uh, you know, I mean, I love that stuff anyway, like string theory, multiverse, <laughs> uh, and all that. But I'm watching devs now on FX, and uh, that's kind of what that show's about, too. And uh, so, but no, nobody wanted to ask any questions about, you know, strange uh, atoms or anything like that so uh off. <laughs> well, instead of strange atoms we should talk about adam troutman oh hey that was a there good you know, segue okay <laughs> like that yeah. he is a rookie that is available in this year's draft in fact he should be the number one tight end off the board but tight ends are going even in tight end premium i don't know what you guys have seen but round three and not a tight end has even been touched not Colt not Adam Troutman, not uh, Albert Aquabunum, nobody. Well, I could see Albert Aqu Aquaman um, <laughs> only because he stuck behind the last Fant. year's best tight end, Fant, which yeah. I wasn't really happy with Albert, Albert uh, Aquaman's landing spot there because we actually drafted him before the NFL. We had a little debate, not very long because it was yeah. a fun rookie draft, but you you, you know, you, you wanted Albert and, and, and I agreed. I thought that was a, a decent pick. Before landing spots, I was fine with it, but you know, um, my favorite guys were two other players, but I, you know, who knew where these guys were going to end up? Yeah, I mean, like we hit on other guys like um, Keyshawn Vaughn, who we're not really fans of, but whatever. He hit, got a chance to be a starter, and a couple. Big Farland, what we hit on him—that's a great uh, landing yeah. spot for him in Pittsburgh. And my boy Brian Edwards, Brian Edwards. Yeah, Albert Aquaman. He didn't get a good landing spot, but you know what? Um, he's got no one but himself to blame for that because <laughs> seriously, if the dude would have played well last year. Yeah. Um, he would have been a much higher draft pick, easily third round. 
but uh you know he shit shit the bed in his uh i don't even know what year it was probably a senior season and the only thing that saved him is that he ran really fast at the combine which still cracks me up because then people you know tape people be like but he's not that fast on tape but he's still yeah. fast because we saw it at the combine and i'm like well what's more important really is it what you saw on tape or is it what he did in his you know his his boxers at the combine and it's tough to figure <laughs> out which of those guys are is going to work out in the nfl whether they were good athletes or or even good blockers in college, whether, you know, um, if they were good at blocking, if they were, you know, tough tight ends like that, they definitely have a greater chance to make it in the NFL. But that doesn't mean they're going to do anything for us in fantasy. So it's, it's one of the most difficult things to project, but I am a big fan of Troutman, my favorite guy too, um, right down the road, you know, right, you know, literally an hour and 40 minutes from my house. Um, you know, that guy played football and I, so I, you know, I did know a little bit about him before and he just kept dating. Exactly. Thanks. Yeah, right down. I, you know, I'm in Columbus, Ohio. It's just due west on I-70. And Purdue's in what? Where is Purdue? I don't even know. Uh, Indiana, Indiana. Yeah. It's in Atlanta. It's in front. Indiana. It's in Florida. I'm just kidding. It's in no Indiana. idea. I have no idea either. <laughs> I, just, I assume it's in like Iowa. Um, uh, it's in West Lafayette, Indiana, and um, Indiana oh, University is you know in Bloomington, which is close to. Um, Indiana, uh, Indianapolis. So yeah, both of those schools are in Indiana. The Big Ten's got a lot of good schools, brother. Dayton's not in the Big Ten, but um, a lot of a lot of Big Tens, uh, Big Ten, a lot of tight ends come out of the Big Ten. I saw Jeremy. You grabbed the uh, the tight end that Cleveland drafted in in almost all of the rookie drafts we were in, didn't you? Oh, um, I got him in as many places as I could because he was right up there for me as, um, you know, one of the top three tight ends, Harrison Bryant. Yeah. The Browns yeah, yeah. And, and I was able to get him so cheaply in most cases. Like I, I didn't pay for that guy. Just, Not- and like Katie said, no, none of them are going like, you know, before the ends of the third rounds in most cases, if then, and it's like a steal at that point with your low picks, it's just, you know, why not bank on a guy that got drafted by a team that uses two tight end sets predominantly um, and has three tight ends maybe on the roster that can play football? The other one I saw get drafted a lot was, uh, was it Josiah Degora or whatever from Green Bay? No. I did. Why? No, no, no. I'm saying when we were talking about we, how many rookie drafts did we do this weekend, Jeremy? There was like four, five, six. I don't even remember. But that I, guy. Yeah, at least. It, it I was him drafted once, not in. I've done yeah. Oh, really? I, I've seen Asiasi, who's with the Patriots yeah. now. Yeah, I've he's seen been drafted quite a bit. Um, and uh, Dalton Keene, but I haven't yeah. seen DeGuara at all. I've seen him go, but not, you know, not as often as the other guys. But right. he's right. I, I saw him in a couple drafts we were in. And I, I mean, I found it surprising because there were, were so they many. Debbie depleted or were well, they they're just... not Debbie depleted. We're we're actually what? We're in like two different 16 team leagues and about that's probably four it. or five, yeah. 14 yeah. team yeah. leagues. Context. So that's hey, probably what it is. Because if it's a well, 12 team, there's no reason that dude should be drafted. Right. <laughs> I, I'm in a lot of 12 team leagues and, right. and a couple 14. And I haven't seen him drafted at all. It's funny in all the leagues that we've started up this offseason with the listener leagues, and then the couple that we were invited to. Most of mm-hmm. them are now fourteen team leagues. There was one. I, I don't think any of them was a twelve, except for that one redraft one we did. But even like the auction, that was a sixteen. That you know, a lot of them seem to be getting bigger. It's the Rona. Um, <laughs> I think it's just people. Want to it's the Rona. I mean, no, seriously, because you can only do so many you know, like 12 team super flex, like, you know, just standard run of the mill shit before right. you're like, I'm going to blow my brains out if I got to do another one. <laughs> of these. 
Yankees. You know? So so that's why people are making bigger leagues? I think so. <laughs> to stop themselves from committing suicide. I, I don't uh, yeah. If that's oh incorrect, let me know. God. Yeah. The tight end class is a bit interesting. People were down on it. You know, not a lot of guys, a, t- a few guys that, that people thought were good athletes and had a shot at the NFL. Other players that were, you know, favorites or whatever, but people were kind of down on it because there were so many wide receivers and you had those five you know running backs everybody loved and then another group of running backs that people still think highly of it was just an odd sort of class and it, they're hard to project but i mean I, I did like troutman um harrison bryan as i said and bryson hopkins as guys that i thought would you know make an nfl roster probably get drafted you know well enough to have draft capital play a part in them getting on the field and you know can catch well enough and play football well enough they weren't long shots but i know people love Komet and Asi, Asi. I, I mean, are the Patriots really going to try to reinvent Gronk? I, I really don't see that happening, but I'm, I'm sure he's fine. He wasn't one of my favorite players, though. I mean, I don't hate on him or anything, but he, he wasn't a guy I had in, like, my top five. I didn't know he existed like that. Before, before <laughs> I didn't know much about him. I'm not going to lie to you. Sure, I didn't know him. Well, even in, all our, even in all our interviews we did leading up to the draft, most of the people that came on the show all said, oh, don't even bother with this tight end class. You know, yeah. so many people well, didn't care. Here's the thing. I mean, most tight ends, I mean, you're probably, you got to understand that they're not going to break out in year one. They're not going to break out Three. in Three, four years. Yep. Yeah. So it's, exactly. you know, there's a Evan Ingram obviously broke out in year one and then his body broke uh, <laughs> subsequently after. And Kittle, um, everybody's spoiled by Kittle breaking out in his rookie season. He didn't break out in his happen. rookie season. He had a good rookie season. Yeah, he good. It was good. Second. Good enough. Good yeah. enough that if you drafted him in the third, fourth round the next year, you were, you were picking right. him off because you saw enough on tape in the NFL that you realized he had a role, right? But I'm saying it doesn't typically happen. I'm agreeing with you. My smart friend Shane. So you end up, you know, you end up. <laughs> Why do you have to throw that in? <laughs> you end up, I love you that. Put capital in a, a rookie tight end when you can buy them literally the next year for a fourth rounder, usually. Exactly. Um, especially this class where it's, you know, no one was really heralded. And even one of the guys that was one of the top guys, what was it? Was it who was the one not drafted? Who was drafted by Cleveland? What was his name? Harris, Harrison, Harrison Bryant. So what, it was the other one then, Bryant Hunter, Hunter, Hunter Bryant. Hunter Bryant. Yeah, that's yeah, right. and I said it backwards when we did that <laughs> no, draft. No, no, yeah, the one that went undrafted, and he went to Detroit. Bryant, the one that ended up with the Lions. But yeah, at one point, like yeah. you know, reading PFF, um, I know there's a couple guys on there. He was their number one ranked tight end, and that's not to put them on blast. It's just that nobody had a clue with this class. So yeah. there's really no reason to put anything into it. I will say I have drafted Cole Komet in the back of the second round. Good tight end. Um, yeah, but I have not gotten a chance to get any Troutman whatsoever anywhere. Yeah, Hunter Bryant didn't have that. You know, he didn't finish as strong as you'd like to see a good receiver. I'm surprised people had him as number one, though, over guys like Troutman, Komet, you know, Bryant, Hopkins, those kind of players. I mean, seriously, like, but the, I'm, I'm with you. I saw the lists. People people loved him, and I think it was their projections of him as a receiver. But you, you have to be careful with that. See, You see guys like that, you know, not pan out just because they catch the football. Yeah, it's a complete tight ends. He had some bad medicals too. Yeah, he wasn't all that impressive at the Senior Bowl. Adam, yeah, Trout, remember, you said, yeah. And the funny thing is, the one guy that looked really good at the Senior Bowl practice week and during the game was Jared Pickney, and he is off the map. Yeah, and go figure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Any idea why that happened? I think this is fun in a way because. 
partly because people aren't really talking about the tight ends. Like you said, we do these mock drafts. They don't even get drafted in the, yeah. you go 36 picks in or more and maybe a tight end depending on the scoring setup, but it, nobody gives a, it seems like people don't care at all about these tight ends and some of them are going to pan out and make it too. So yeah. Uh, two or three years from now and <laughs> 2023 that's the problem a lot of people don't have the patience and a lot of people want this to happen like right now they want it to happen now and if it's not then they're going to draft somebody else that they think is going to happen right now I think that's one of the that's one of the biggest downfalls that i've seen in dynasty is the lack of patience yep. oh, I know. people will trade players that they've given up on they'll drop players earlier than they should or just the opposite. They'll hang on for 16 years. <laughs> and hey, I'm telling you what, Laquan Treadwell will pan out. Yeah, exactly. I really like his landing spot now, though. <laughs> it always changed. Talk about that How here, how people give up and, and, and you snag up your players that people have quit on after one year. I mean, it was their rookie year. Yeah. Um, you say so many things that, that are, you know, reverberate around the room here because we hate that same kind of thing. Well, let me ask you about that. So same vein, because I've been thinking about um, a few of these guys that bombed or really weren't as impressive as we hoped last year. Um, First one that came to mind, and he didn't bomb, um, but he definitely isn't that good. Uh, David Montgomery, the only thing, he's going to get so much volume there that he's still going to be a running back too, even though he's terrible at football. And everybody seemed to have given up on him everywhere. In every league you're in. He didn't look great, but I mean, I, I'm going to give him the chance. Year, and, and it didn't happen. I don't see that happening. But... No. So don't, so still give up on him. Don't. I would. He's somebody I never was on to begin with. And even at his price now, with the rookie value this year being so deep, I wouldn't even give a third for him. There's some, there's still some really good day two running backs that you can get in round three yeah. of rookie drafts that I would much prefer to have over David Montgomery. Oh, okay, let's do this now. Yeah. I'm that's... going to write up for Fantasy Pros, um, <laughs> Dynasty Late Round Sleepers. I'm not spoiling. Look, they have like, what, 4 million hits. I don't think our <laughs> podcast, they're going to be mad that like our podcast, like, oh, we really missed those 3,000 f***ing hits. Uh, <laughs> thanks for ruining it. Um, anyway. It's so funny. We're so, like 20 minutes in, and I think I already have to edit like 13 f***s. <laughs> here's my uh, two of my favorites. Um Let's just go from the bottom. Anthony McFarland or Montgomery? McFarland. McFarland. Yeah. McFarland all the way around. That team is really good with running backs, first of all. Pittsburgh, you don't have to worry about them having a shitty offensive line. If it starts out that way, they fix it. They they don't generally have a shitty offensive line like Chicago kind of had last year for a long time. They weren't able to really fix it. It was not a good team. Pittsburgh doesn't put up with that. They generally have a strong running game. Um, it's what they kind of base everything around. And so I, that dude's going to be money, I think, as a rookie. And it always seems like next man up. Whoever steps up ends up doing well there, you know? Well, Benny Snell. Well, you know, Benny Snell actually ran for 100 yards in one game. Like, <laughs> um, was that the game Miles Garrett had to leave? I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, trying God. to beat someone to death with a helmet yeah um, yeah yeah what was the other one you said you let him beat him the other way so you said you had two <laughs> what was the other one you said you had two? Oh no i have a whole i have a whole host of them i thought that would be more divisive okay so we're all on <laughs> mcfarland we all like mcfarland we're not worried about his down season last year we all understand that he was dealing with an ankle sprain a high ankle sprain all year and honestly he would have been 
I, I really think he could have been a second round pick this year. I think or third. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a guy that would he would have been battling, I think, somewhere in the tier of like Cam Akers pre draft. Um, but doesn't matter now. Um <laughs> all right, let's not let's not do a real easy one. How about DJ Dallas? Sure, why not? There's so many problems right now. If Seattle doesn't bring in a, a veteran running back, um, you know, you see Seattle just plug backs in. Guys that, you know, can can tote the rock and play well, they get in there. Undrafted free agents, um, you know, guys that were drafted low over, you know, first and second round pick kind of players. Um, they'll bring Marshawn Lynch back. I mean, they'll, <laughs> they'll plug in anybody that's capable. And uh, it, as long as that kid is capable, he's got two injured players ahead of him on the depth chart. Right now, it's looking pretty good for that for that guy to kind of, um, you know, his own destiny kind of in his own hands. Katie, I'd say Montgomery on that one. Um, DJ Dallas is going more in like the fourth round of rookie drafts. Uh, so I, oh, are we I, doing Montgomery or DJ? Dallas? Yeah, that's yeah. what he asked. Just talking about DJ. No, he he no, asked which not. one would you want? Would you rather have, <laughs> you rather have Montgomery Maybe or DJ not Dallas? Yet. Not yet. Dallas. So and let me I'm try this again for Jeremy. <laughs> if given the yeah. choice between David Montgomery <laughs> and versus yeah. versus, you can only have one or the other. Uh, oh, or DJ for you, buddy. So oh, I would God. take David Montgomery there. <laughs> yeah, it's a draw for me. I don't. I don't care. I think Katie's probably right, but we'll just stick with it and let Mike Mike speak his piece. <laughs> I'm well, fine. I don't care. It's good. It, and it's funny too because I actually agreed with what you were saying, Jeremy. That any time any one of those guys could step up and be the starting running back there, and it is also funny that they would bring Marshawn Lynch back possibly. But <laughs> no, but I love that. But if you're talking about trades and like Katie just said, when she come paired it to if he's going in the fourth round if somebody offered you david montgomery for a fourth round pick would you yeah. do it and most likely i would yeah, yeah say here's a fourth round pick and i would take david montgomery so if you think about it in those terms then yeah right, i would right. probably go with katie and say i'd rather have david montgomery not that i like either one of the two I hear but if you look at it in terms of a trade that would be the way i'd go and I wish those guys were going in that kind of range in the auction money because uh, when, oh, you, look at the, totally when you look at the percentage of auction money, <laughs> DJ Dallas and, and the guys in that range, people are really paying up for them. It kind of sucks. A startup dynasty best ball 12-team Superflex auction draft. Wow. And uh, I don't really typically like auctions, but I because I like the commissioner and I like the people, I said, sure. And because it's best ball, I don't have to set lineups. And so mm. that works well with auction because with auction, you can go studs and duds. It's best ball. Yep. Just fill in, you know, get a good core and then yep. fill in with a bunch of $1 players or whatever, and you'll be fine. Some of the quarterback prices are absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Just like you would think that they would be. And I'm just in middles. Picking, stealing, picking, stealing. We did. We just did a. We just did a startup auction, like we were talking about. That's a sixteen-team league we did in that goats league, and yeah, it's a sixteen-team league, dude. You didn't realize it was a sixteen-team league, and 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 the funny thing about it is, you're right though. The quarterback prices were insane in the first couple of days, and everybody threw every good quarterback up those first couple of days. You know, I I was happy to come away with just. 
thrown up the crap quarterbacks. I threw up Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts. They went for like 25, 30 bucks. <laughs> and I got Mark Ingram for 30 bucks. <laughs> you, you know what though? Jeremy, you said it earlier too. The rookies went for a lot of money in this yeah. auction too. You know, they're... Tua went for $112 and Aaron Rodgers is still on the board at 93. <laughs> and that that's so funny because that I, I ended up getting Aaron Rodgers in this one for way less than people paid for some of those rookie quarterbacks and stuff too. Yeah. And and I think it was, was it CEH? He went for more than like uh, Kamara went for, because I won Kamara and the guy who won CEH paid more than I paid for Kamara. I would too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did I? Was it me? I, I don't know. Did you win him? Maybe the you did. Goats League? Yeah, the Goats League. I don't know. I've, I, I actually have a pretty good team in the Goats League. I'm happy with it. Like, considering, you know, the 16 teens and everything, I'm not as strong at quarterback as I would like to be. But everywhere else, I, I think it's a pretty good – I like the players. It's a good, strong team. And then I looked around at – like, I, a buddy of ours, um, I was trying to spend my last dollar and get my 22nd player. So oh I just kept God. nominating guys that I thought no one would – no one would care about. So, right. you know, Tavian Feaster, yada, yada. I think I finally got Reggie Bonifant or something. But, like, I, I somebody outbid me on Tavian Feaster with uh, – Tavian Feaster or whatever with, like, um, I don't know, not much time left. And I was going to – I was going to, you know, squawk at them. And I saw their team and I was like, man, I was going to chew you out for trying to – I'm trying to spend my last dollar and I just want to exit this auction. You won't let me do it. But then I saw how shitty your roster is and I just laughed. So anyways, enjoy. <laughs> and that's the funny thing though, about a 16 team league at 16 team league that happens, you know, and I, and I spent all my money those first two days on, I got two quarterbacks. I just wanted to right. make sure I got two quarterbacks in that league. And I've seen a couple teams that don't even have two. Don't there's one team that only has one quarterback and it's a rookie. <laughs> no, I thought I had the worst quarterback lineup, but if you take, Will Greer and Cam Newton, you almost get a, a complete one quarterback and you add that to Kirk Cousins and you might be able to compete in this league. So. It's oh, crazy. That's not great. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, uh oh. What's I'm happy with mine. I got Dwayne Haskins and Justin Herbert. And yeah, I was the guy that got like Clyde, that. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. So I got a stacked wide receiver core. Um, I didn't actually uh, purchase a tight end. And I only <laughs> have. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's like a what? It's start ten or start eleven, and I own fifteen yeah. players. So, oh my god! Yeah, I yeah, own I'm seventeen players. I mean, auctions are <laughs> auctions are funny because you know everybody wants to go in with a plan. I'm going to spend this on running backs. I'm going to spend this on wide receivers. Uh-huh. That shit is like Walmart <laughs> on sale. It's on true, Black man. Friday. They, as soon it's as like, like running you over, yeah, to get to the last bag of diapers or something. As soon as it hits. It's like mayhem (laughs) and people like, yeah. And you see it all the time because people shoot their load really early. So you'll see, you know, you'll see DJ Moore go for like $35 when Terry McLaurin went for $300. Exactly. I ended up spending like about 80% of my money in the first couple of days. And I got my two quarterbacks and I got Alvin Kamara and Josh Jacobs. And then I had to sit back for a while because I had spent so much money in the beginning, you know, but, but also the thing that happened happened with this this draft too is even though it's a goats league and goats versus pros and everything there was a handful of people that had never done an auction before so they kept saying that in the group chat too i've never done this before and i'm just going out there willy-nilly so a lot of people were throwing money those first couple days that had never done this so it wasn't willy-nilly they were going at it like it was friday they just got paid it was time to get lottery tickets beer and shit and well isn't that willy-nilly cigarettes lottery ticket and a hook (laughs) <laughs> and that's, that's money's gone. 
Money Budget won, shot. The Lotus shot, literally. And uh, Katie needs yeah. to be here every week. I'm telling Look, I'll you. I'll tell you what. If you're gonna, um, if you're gonna skimp though, uh-huh. don't skimp on the hooker. At least get a good hooker. <laughs> At least like, put your money in the right spot. Oh yeah. my god! I thought you were well, gonna I'm talk about saying. our auction. I didn't know that's what you're gonna go. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie to you. I I pretend to have. Um, I pretend to myself that I have some strategy going to an auction. Right. I just love auctions because honestly, there's I have no real strategy. I don't even You're half the me. time. I don't even know if I have like a starting lineup. I'm like halfway through the auction and I'm like, huh. I have 17 running backs and not one wide receiver. That's not optimal. I was gonna try to get Herbert. I didn't have strategies, but I, you know, you, I was like, yeah, that, that's a little high. I'm not gonna do it. I'll just wait. But you, yeah, you, so you kind of stole him. I was planning on stealing Herbert from the team, but uh, anyway. The funny know. thing is, the funny thing is, our listeners that are listening right now, HQ4 and HQ5 are both auctions, and they're gonna start next week. So mm-hmm. you guys listening, just know that Shane has no plan. <laughs> When we go to do our auction. How do you plan for that? You know what I mean? Like, what's your defense against someone that's just like fucking chaos? Well, that's you know? true. You can't Captain really chaos, plan for baby. it. It's all emotional. Like, oh, you outbid me by a dollar on Miles Sanders? Guess what? I'm going to no. raise the bid on every player you have on the board. <laughs> I do There's shit a like memorable that. Twitter handle. What? At Captain Chaos. Dude, oh you need God. to do that, Shane. You have to do that. I don't want to be called Captain. It's just something else. <laughs> I don't know. You need to see Shane running around with a cape and all that stuff. Abbreviate Captain the C A P N. Captain C A P N. Captain Crunch. Captain. You know there is. <laughs> there is one thing that happened in that league that I actually told yeah. the guy I was going to mention on the show. Um, that when that league ended and uh, the auction ended, the guy today, there's a guy in the league who sent out a DM to Wait, everybody. The goats auction just ended today. Well, yeah, there's no, there hasn't been anything up for auction since yesterday. One player, and it finished this morning, and nobody's put anything up. So yeah, I haven't put a bit in like at least a week. Right, right. So, but but there there was a guy who did something that I thought was interesting, and I wanted to know what you guys thought about it. And I told him I was going to mention, and he said yes. What he did was when the auction was over, he went through every single team in the league and he sent each team a DM saying, these are the players on your roster that I'm interested in. And he said, and he said, can you look at my team? Tell me what players you're interested in and I'll send you an offer. So he wasn't asking you to send him an offer or anything like that. He was just saying, these are who I'm interested in. Can you tell me who you're interested in so I can send you an offer? And I just... Okay, but but what I'm saying to you is I thought that was an interesting approach to doing it and I told him that I was going to ask you two guys what you guys thought about that approach. Yeah, he sent that he sent that to us too. I mean, I got it. And at first I didn't know what he was talking about cuz he did like GVP league and I'm like, "What the hell's GVP?" And right. so I asked him, "Wait, what league is this? Are are these your players or mine?" He's like, "Goats versus pros, your players." So he asked for like, you know, all my best, all my best but, players. Right, but he wasn't um, asking for your players. He was saying these are the people yes, I'm interested in. Exactly. Can you tell me what people on my roster? Yeah, no, you're I understand. In? But he put all my best players in his list. Well, anyway, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Really? What? Those are your best players. No. <laughs> I, I, I was Katie can see the list. So here, here's this should tell you how much. I feel bad for you, Jeremy. That's your best. I did like the approach. I mean, the team's better. I, I did like his approach um, to reaching out. What do you, what about you, Shane? Did you think that that makes things easier for you, right? Well, so yeah, he did. He did send me that DM too. I understood what league he was talking about, but <laughs> I thought it, he was offering me these players because he so was did like, I. he was like, oh, Rager, Rugs, um, 
who else? Hardman and uh You're like, wait a minute, is this a two copy league? I have all the I didn't I didn't realize I didn't realize until I just looked right now that those are my players. Oh my god, so that's so funny. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell. So that's I responded like, back. Yeah, all those guys. I that's what I said to him. I was like, hey, they ain't bad. Yeah. And then he he now I understand why his next DM to me was like all confused, like, are you slow dude? <laughs> I get it now. Yeah, all right. Okay. But I just thought it was an interesting approach and and his his reasoning he said to me was instead of sending out shot in the dark's trades, he just wanted to know the players on both sides so that he can put together a trade offer for you instead it was of was great. He needed to include his team name cuz yeah, his that, name. And I that's what to happened to me too. What team it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that happened to me too. I I didn't know what team he was either. I had to ask him, "Hey, what team are you?" you know. But I just went franchise rosters found him. But yeah, I I like that. That's fine. I mean, he's it's smart. Roger Federer is his team. I like and he's that good guy. way better than getting a uh, MFL trade offer that, you know, it says Deshaun Watson. I'm interested in this guy. Can you send me a trade offer? Exactly. I mean, it's like, you're a lazy. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you once, will you? Like, Take it one step further. You know, he hurt his hip and I'm not sure he's going to be in the good. He's going to be in the NFL. Uh, what, you know, what do you want for him? Yeah, that, I, I never exactly. like that when they tell you to send me an offer. I, I want your guy. What, what, send me an offer for him, you know? Um, yeah, that, that's the laziest. Like, I have no creativity. I don't have a create creative bone in my body or my balls or my uh, my penis. And I just want you, like Katie said, I'm going to be completely lazy. I'm going to let you do the work. Hopefully, you'll undersell your own asset to me. Like, no, no. Yeah. Like, look, anytime someone DMs me anymore, unless it's about a specific trade, I know that they're doing in another league. I'm vague as shit with my responses to people. Right. Hey, what do you think about such and such versus such and such? I won't give you an answer as to who I like better. I'll just break out the upside and the downside to both players. And then I'm like, all right, you know, because that way I know. Because too often, like, I think someone's just making conversation. I'm in too many leagues. I don't know half the people I'm in leagues with. You don't even know that. I get a DM. I'm like trying to, you know, that person at work that you've worked with for like 15 years, you have no idea what their name is. Uh, yeah. How about me? Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a lot of the people we're in. That's not long enough. I know four years. He doesn't know my Twitter name. Not long enough. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get a message and I'm like, I don't know who this is. And I'm trying to be all coy about it. Like, oh yeah. Well, um, who do you have? And I'm like, that doesn't help uh yeah so how about this league's rookie draft time they're like yeah it's in three weeks i'm like <laughs> See, all right that narrows it down you can't just turn around and ask him if somebody does that to me i just say hey what league are you talking about i do that all the time i, guess I do sometimes sometimes <laughs> i don't but i will we, say this we've talked about that before guys like there are so many people and we've dealt with them in some of our leagues people that want to tell you how you should interact with them for trades, tell you how you should be looking at things. I, I never do that. I, I just kind of get a feel for what that person's doing, like this guy making the offer. And, you know, be a little bit more dynamic about it. You know, Ben, don't break. And just, you know, work with the person, even if it is that guy that sends you the offer and asks what, you know, what your price is and what, you know, what could they do to get that player. I mean, you just not everybody's the same. And if you want to trade and you want to have relationships with people in these leagues and, and make good deals here and there, you just kind of have to go with the flow and do what they are doing to an extent i mean you're not going to get hosed as long as you don't trade but you know don't don't ruin it just because they uh you know said something stupid or didn't do it the way you wanted to Uh, everybody's different it's funny there's i'm in so many leagues and i don't know if you get this but whenever you see an email come through with a trade 
and it's from a certain owner, the first thing I do is roll my eyes before I even see what the offer is because I know it's going to be a low ball crap offer. And sure enough, I look and it is, and it, it never fails. There's certain owners you just know when you open it, you're excited because you see trade offer and then you see the guy and then it's like, oh shit, I, I got nothing here. I don't want to say that's where the whole hashtag uh, trash dynasty trade offers came from, but oh, there's, yeah. yeah, there's the one guy um, and I'm not going to mention his name. He knows yeah, who he is, but um, in the one league and he will bombard you with, I, I, it's impressive to be honest with you. It's like, I can't even be mad at him anymore. Like he'll send you 97 different variations of a, a terrible trade offer. And you're like, this is, this is like you actually put work into these awful offer offers. I can't. I don't even know if I should be mad at you. You're really, really trying hard to put lipstick on a pig here. <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm single now, so um, I will say the one thing I down with lipstick. The one thing I do in auctions, though, like my only strategy, I think, is just accruing players, um, and then I'll trade them later because it's not a draft, so not everyone's going to be able to even walk away with a roster that they're happy with or even right. I think there's more of a chance you could walk away with a roster you hate in auctions personally um, so I will just try to accrue good players even if you know the roster construction doesn't make sense in the startup obviously. I get what you're saying I mean everybody and wants to I'll, try to get the then I'll try to trade later get get the best asset you can as far as value and I think that's true in a lot of drafts especially if somebody you want's not there anymore you go for a player that you can trade away that's so that is a strategy I mean, if you think about it, when you said you don't have one, it's not true. One thing I have noticed about some of these auctions that wasn't the way it was a couple of years ago when we were doing auctions is it used to be you had to fill out your roster. So you had a certain amount of money and you had to fill in every space. A lot of the auctions that we've been in lately is you just have to at least draft enough players to have a starting lineup. Like they tell yeah. you, you can have the minimum amount and then you could pick it up later in... Um, and waivers yeah. and stuff in the off season. So when that happens, then you see people even spending more money on some of those studs because if they only get 10 players or like Shane said, he has, what'd you say? 13 players or whatever. I have 15 players. If we start 12. Yeah. And we have, a, and we have a, a, I think it's a 22 man roster or something like that. This league has a very small roster. Yeah. But it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. But the one I'm in right now, it's a 38 man roster. You start 11, but it's anywhere from one to eight players and it's super flex and it's best ball. So that's why I really don't care. Yeah. I have seven players right now. I still have out of a thousand dollar budget. I still have like almost $300 left and I don't have a quarterback yet, but I'm not sweating it because there's still tons of them out there right now. Jared Goff is $5 higher than Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and they haven't, neither one of them have gone right. off the board yet. Jared Carr is almost the same price as Aaron Rodgers. That's right crazy. Now. And so, I'm nominating all the quarterbacks early. Let them spend their money. But the, the nice thing is out of a 38-man roster, you only have to fill 22 spots. Oh, so there you go. Minimum. So you you have to – you it's more than a starting lineup. It's like double the starting lineup, but the rest yeah. of the players you can pick up. And, uh, don't have to fill it all. Yeah, I don't have to fill it all out. I, I like that. I mean, it gives people more of a chance to have a strategy. You can get an entire roster. And um, get the and get the good deals, and then you always have the guys that go in and pay top dollar for 
uh, 15 players. And you know what else, yeah. too? You know what else happened in GOATS that some people didn't know, and I don't know if Shane knew it either, is these people that, that filled up their 22-man roster, but they had rookies, they didn't know that they can move their rookies to their taxi squad yeah, no, and keep I, bidding. I know I didn't keep bid for like three days because of that. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple <laughs> people yesterday that said, oh, wait, I didn't know I could keep bidding by moving people to the rookie, uh, well, to the that's taxi. That's a rookie move. I'm sorry. Yeah. You should, you should know that. <laughs> yeah, 16 so, teams, Shane. So speaking, yeah, exactly. So speaking of trades, I think we had like a bunch of trades on on the show sheet that we were going to talk about and have Katie talk about them as well, right? Yeah, sure. Whatever. We're a trade show, right? Yeah. So that's why we're going to um, talk about it. <laughs> so, uh, trade alert. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, you know, it's funny. I don't purposely do it. I really don't. But sure. uh, I notice like themes yeah, right. emerge. Um <laughs> during my trades like for a week or whatever for whatever reason um whatever oh, I, I know exactly the, the reason i know what so, you were gonna say and i know your reason once you do something with a certain player somewhere you start looking at all your other rosters to do the same type of things with those same players mm-hmm. well, you do it all the that. time i got a couple themes this week bitch <laughs> I got, let's go um, <laughs> but so wait i made two sleeper app trades that's a that's a big week for me two different leagues because i don't know about you guys but my sleeper leagues are i'd say less active trading wise it's because it's so it's so difficult to to use it It, yeah it's hard and it's that whole m dot evans they don't even have the players names it's ridiculous but yeah go ahead so sleeper each sorry sleeper would like to sponsor us (laughs) they can reach out to dynasty trades pod at gmail.com all right i'll edit that if you want them to i don't give a I know. I'm just kidding. They're not sponsoring us. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I really countering. Katie, are you on that app? Have I done what? Sleeper. Whoa. whoa. Am I sleeping? No. Are are you you on on the sleeper? sleeper? Well, apparently you are sleeping because you don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) It's like having me on. I absolutely abhor sleeper. I I can't stand it. That's what Jeremy and I just said. Here's to that. So so I got Katie and Shane, who I have to tell them, hey, what's going on? What? This is good that Katie came on because these are both players. There's a bunch of players that she likes in these uh, trades. So first okay. trade yeah. in our quarantine invitational. Um, <laughs> uh, pretty pretty unique name there, I'm sure. There's not going to be many leagues with uh, the name quarantine involved. Uh, that. Uh, no. And uh, kids. There was a trade of Jerry Judy for Michael Pittman, Chase Claypool, and a 2021 <laughs> second rounder. Chase Give me me the stud Judy all day. Yep. (laughs) I I just always like to see what Shane, because Shane's reactions. I still agree with you. (laughs) I know. And it's funny because Shane's reactions when people start talking, and then I try to figure out which side it is. But right now he has these ginormous eyeballs. But yeah, I'd go with the Jerry Judy side. I think Shane traded Judy away. Allegedly. 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 Yeah, allegedly he's coked out of his mind. All right, so which side were you, Shane? Uh, I was the Jerry Judy side. You Um, got Jerry Judy? Yeah. Oh, Even in a 10-team, I just, look, I like Pittman. Oh, wait, that's a 10-team league? No, no, no. Ten. You start ten. Oh, okay. Even with that depth there, I don't. I don't like Chase Claypool. Um, Claypool's going in like the fourth round of rookie drafts. Yeah. Pittman's going early second. That's an early second and a fourth for a stud that sometimes falls to the 107, 108, but typically he's anywhere from one hundred five to one hundred eight. 
and he is one of the top wide receivers in this class. And in my opinion, uh, he he's right there at the top. He was oh. just a gift in a recent rookie draft. I took CD. I had CD Lamb and Jerry Judy on the board, I'm, I'm, along with other players, and I was surprised. And I just I was compelled to take CD Lamb right there. And of course, the next pick at one ten was Jerry Judy. Yeah. Both of us got incredible deals. Letting both the, the you know those two players fell to us so so late. I did not expect to get either one of them. In Superflex, those that's where those guys are going. You know, because everybody's really grabbing the quarterbacks and those running backs, and those wide receivers are falling to the, the running backs are driving. Yeah, they're yeah. The one, they're really driving down the, the the great receivers, and you're getting Jalen Rager at two hundred one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's just, it's just been insane. <laughs> Jalen Rager is available at two hundred one in any draft I'm in. I'm trading everything I can find for him. Yeah, God. I think I have him in most of the drafts I'm not in with you, and and some of the dra- I think maybe one of the drafts I'm in with you, I got him instead of you, maybe. I have to check on that. Maybe the I, listener I league where I, you only took rookies except for the I three. Tried. <laughs> I, I, I had to. I don't have rookie picks. Like, you know, I don't. So I, I just decided to draft a bunch of them in that one. Go ahead, Katie. You were going to say something. I was going to, on in a league where I had taken over an orphan last year, I accrued a bunch of first round picks. I had the 103, the 110, the 111, and I had earned the 113 in the toilet bowl. Oh, wow. So at 103, and this is a, a super flex, at 103, I got Jonathan Taylor. Talk about having everything fall just right. Wow. And then right before I'm very close to on the clock at 110, the 109's on the clock. So 110 and 111 are mine. I traded Kenyon Drake and Jamison Crowder for the 109. <laughs> and what'd you get? Good for you. And then wow, here's that's a good trade. I, yeah. Here's I got at nine, ten, and eleven. I got Cam Akers, Jerry, Judy, and Jalen Rager. Wow! So you got Taylor, Akers, Judy, and Rager. Yeah, and then I ended. Yeah, so uh, I basically got Cam Akers for Kenyon Drake and Jamison Crowder. What'd you get at thirteen? Good, good deal. Good deal. Oh, thirteen. I ended up trading back because there was a bunch of people that were on the board, including Henry Ruggs and Denzel Mims and Michael Pittman and. And that, and I'm not that crazy. I like the lower end of that tier. If I can still get the same guy I'm looking at, then I get an extra pick out of it. I call that my gravy pick. So I ended up trading back to the 204 and I additionally got the 210. I got AJ Dillon and Anthony McFarland and I would have been taking AJ Dillon early at 113. So rather than jump the gun on him, I got a little extra value in Anthony McFarland. Yeah, that's, that's great. A, that's a that's a dream draft right there. I get oh, yeah. uh, Rager and in rugs. I have him them in maybe three or four leagues. Uh, both of them at least in three or four. Um, getting either one of them in like the sweet spot, and then trading up and getting the other in one case because those guys are falling. And I'm not even that big of a rugs fan, but just <clears throat> the capital, the fact that he's on the Raiders, all those things. I I think people maybe were too down on him, but to get those kinds of players that late because of this draft has been amazing. I mean, with late picks, scooping those kind of players up is cool. It's funny, Katie, because you said that you were so happy that you got Taylor at three. We talked about it last week, but Jeremy and I are in a league where there was a guy that had three of the top four picks. And just when he drafted for need, I ended up getting Jonathan Taylor at 106 and Jeremy got Dobbins at 107. One of my league mates... Last year was a startup draft, and in the startup, you know, it, it's a pretty well-known fact that under the helmet does the first year in a startup, it doesn't matter 
if yeah. you compete or don't compete. If you do compete, great, that's gravy. But if you don't, you're trying to build a core, you're trying to build your assets. And I had stacked up, it was tight end premium. I'd stacked up in the strongest mm -hmm. position of tight end and I faded running back like crazy. So yeah. I also had traded back a few times and, and got some extra 2020 first, knowing it was a great class. So I had the 101 that I had traded somebody wanted Odell Beckham. So they moved up, they gave me their, their 2020 first for me moving back a round and a half or so and ended up because Odell Beckham didn't have a great year. The guy ended up with the 101 and it was mine because he had traded it and I earned the 102. So I had the 101, the 102 and a super flex and I needed quarterbacks. I only have one quarterback viable quarterback, but who did I take true to form? I took Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift. Yeah. <laughs> and then I had, I had one of my league mates text me a message and he said, I noticed that you took two running backs to start the draft and you really, really needed quarterback. Is that because you don't like Joe Burrow or, or Tua? Or I said, no, I really do like Tua, but they, in my opinion, were not the best player available. And I'm a firm believer in taking best player available and I can trade for need. Yeah, as a yeah don't draft for need, trade for it, exactly. Yeah, I've got one viable quarterback, and really, I don't have to have two in a super flex. I've competed very well with one. I would love to have two or three, and eventually I will. But right now, I'm still building my core and let these guys hit. And if I struggle one more time, I got, you know, potentially Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence or whoever next year, and there's my quarterback. Absolutely. You know, and a lot of times also we're so far away from the season even starting. Hopefully, exactly. you know, hopefully we will have a season this year. But in the past, there's such a long gap from that startup to when the season starts that you draft the best player available and then trade in July or August to get the player that you think you need, you know. And exactly. it is it is true what you said, too, about Superflex. You know, a lot of people... It depends on the scoring of the league because there's a lot of times where quarterbacks are not necessarily the highest scoring players. So in a in a super flex, you don't have to start two quarterbacks, especially if some of the other players score more points than a quarterback does anyways. Well, then you definitely shouldn't. You should score play with people that scored more than that quarterback. Right, but a lot of people don't look at their scoring. They just see super flex. Like our our, our HQ3 quarterbacks went in the first like round. There was like eight quarterbacks were drafted in the first round. It was like crazy. So I um I had one of those uh and I was just thinking about it cuz Katie was talking about it. I'm I'm in the Boots Mc, uh Newt's McBoots draft. Yeah. He's in our listener league. He has a podcast of his own and I'm in his listener league. Um <laughs> It's like a quid pro pro quo. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Quid pro quo, mother. <laughs> um, and? Anyway, so in that league, I had, uh, I traded AJ Brown for the 104 straight up, um, even though I love AJ Brown. Um, just felt the value was there. Um, I also had the 102 because I had traded for that at some point or another. I don't really remember when, to be honest with you. Um, so I traded the 102 and Jace Sternberger um, to Newt's McBoots for Matthew Stafford, Gerald Everett, and the 108. So just talking about things falling perfectly, I got J.K. Dobbins at the 104 uh -huh. and then Cam Akers at the 108. <laughs> so there you um, go. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm more than happy with that. And, and you know, obviously Matthew Stafford in a super flex, who uh, I'm a big fan of. 
And you also have a trade on the show sheet here for AJ Brown, similar to what you just said with AJ Brown. What was oh. this? What was this trade with AJ Brown on the show sheet? And if you didn't know, Katie is an AJ Brown fan, oh. as we all are. We we love him. If he ever wants to come on the show, um, <laughs> we'll think about it. We'll think about it. That would be cool. Yeah, so we'll think trade. about it. Wait, I just realized what you said. We'll think about it. No, we can come on. <laughs> okay, and then we have a Twitter poll on this one. Uh oh. Um, yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, AJ Brown or Terry McLaurin in a 2021 second. I don't even have to hesitate on this one. Yeah, me either. This is a trade that you did. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you got the AJ Brown side, but what were you gonna say? I would say so, yeah. Katie. AJ Brown all day. Exactly. So what happened, so what'd Shane? What you do? What'd you do? I'm 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 waiting. Uh, I gave up AJ Brown. I'll give up AJ Brown for Terry McLaurin for any if second. If AJ Brown is a re- regression candidate, why do you not think Terry McLaurin is? Or is um, so wait, the three of us said AJ Brown. He traded AJ Brown and got McLaren and a 2021 think, second. Yeah. Couple things. There's no way Ryan Tannehill is going to complete seventy percent of his passes, and there's no way that AJ Brown's yak is going to remain so far over um, expectation. Um, at least I, I don't. I don't see that. Now I do like AJ Brown. We all know this. I love AJ Brown. He was my number one wide receiver last year. Washington just that. But you like Terry McLaurin one better. You're talking about Haskins versus Tannehill. You think you really honestly think that Tannehill? is going to be worse than Haskins with the extra mouse to feed in Washington? Who did Washington add? They added Antonio Golden Gandy. Gandy No, they also added they added someone else. Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, he's gonna be a running back. Yeah, but, but you know, he'll be a weapon. Lethal weapon. I'll so, never say anything bad about Terry McLaurin. I, he's a great player, and acquiring him, that's amazing. But I'm surprised you traded your guy, A.J. Brown, away for McLaurin and a 2021 second. I'm, I'm just surprised Brown you did that. Getting second-round startup value in trades, and that's right. not second-round. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you try oh. to trade him to somebody else for more at all, or was this? Nah, nah, I was fine with that. Anyway, but Twitter uh, wholeheartedly agrees with you folks, 65 <laughs> to 35% on the side of uh, A.J. Brown there. Yeah, I just think that if you're going to trade A.J. Brown, you could probably, I mean, look, even in our Lister League, I traded and I got George. Kittle and some other things, you know. You, yeah, yeah, remember that was, fine. but that was in January. But what I'm saying is, you could, especially you, you shop players around to everybody in your leagues. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I get on sleeper, and I'm just different. I'm yeah. like a different trading type person. <laughs> I'm like, maybe, I don't want to go back and forth because it's too hard to counter. I'm just like, <laughs> whatever. Maybe that's, so. That's, that's the asterisk next to this trade. Yeah, exactly. That that's the asterisk with this trade. Your own comfort zone. You just want to get it over with. (laughs) Extra work. A bad trader. It'll it'll take someone who's (laughs) usually a pretty good trader, except for when they retract their trades right after they send them in. They. Other than that. I did one of those. uh, Oh no, not again! Did you really? Yesterday, Uh, it was immediate because it was one of those. Oh, I'll do it from my phone. Three except no. Oh my god! Did the did the person care? Immediately, I immediately DM'd him, sent the trade offer back to him, sent the message to the group he chat. (laughs) That's hilarious. Do something, man. It is so funny that that this far along you're still doing that. (laughs) 
not as much as me, but I mean, everyone does. Right. It. Not as much as you. I've Everybody never done it. done it a time or two. I did it the other day myself, but it was on Flea Flicker. I was like, oh, shit. Duh. Why did I trade you Kyler Murray? I thought I was getting Kyler Murray. No, dude, you have Kyler Murray. I was like, oh, shit. Trade? I totally messed that up. He's like, yeah, no worries. I have never accepted a trade and turned around and asked somebody. You just said we all do it. I've never well, done that before. It, well, you're you're okay. just a man. Um, you're a man among boys. So no, that's not the eat. point. The point is you say everybody does it. Not everybody does well, it. a friend of mine. He realized they made an honest mistake. You, come on. And Shane's a friend of mine, so that's the only reason I did it. You know? <laughs> Look, the, I love I Shane's like, face when you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you probably, it's different. Yeah. You I mean, the third time I was a little bit pissed. Oh my God. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, that first time you ever do it, like, and you just, it's just start dynasty and you're like, okay, like, what do I do? Do I say something? Do I just get made fun of by everyone? So the very, <laughs> very first time I ever did that. And if you're listening, I hope you hear this. You clown um <laughs> i reached out to him and i was like hey oh. man i'm really sorry i didn't mean to accept that blah 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 he gave me like a fucking 15 minute dissertation on you know he didn't understand how i can accidentally accept something i'm just like uh yeah so my buddy my buddy ken's been doing that to me for 20 years <sighs> trying to sell me on stuff he's like the salesman type and finally he got out of the uh, racket that he was in and he is now a high-end car salesman i'm like see dude i told you all along you're a car salesman this is exactly what you do to me the, in our dynasty leagues like, the funny thing it. the funny thing is that shane has done it so much now that it doesn't affect him anymore he just no. immediately <laughs> sends the message hey this i didn't mean oh. to <laughs> shane that's just a speed bump in in life man it's like slow down a little and oh just my god that's so funny <laughs> We have a couple more trades, and then we're going to wrap everything up and do the Patreon show while we have Katie here. Uh, Except we do two more trades, and then we're going to hit some. um, We're going to talk some rookie trade, uh, draft trades. See if I got enough value on these uh, rookie pokes that I dealt. In the in the Patreon show, we'll do rookie trades. So yeah. So Shane, why don't you tell everybody about the Patreon now Uh, that we're going to do a Patreon show? There's a patron show where, nope, yeah, there's a patron account. And uh, with that, you get the group me chat with uh, 798 people in there now. Um, <laughs> You'd think so by the number of messages you yeah. miss in like Yeah, that's hours. that's the number of messages yeah, we get in a day, definitely. Yeah, tons of messages. I love everybody in there. Um, obviously, you get the uncensored version of this show. You get to hear all the awful things that I've said. Um, <laughs> When Katie jumps on, you get to hear all the terrible things that she said. Oh, it's so oh, awesome. The good jokes. Wait, what'd you say, Katie? Terrible, just good jokes. Yeah. And wait, wait, what did this... Katie say? Say it. What yeah, did say I that say? Again. <laughs> and then you get the bonus <laughs> podcast show every week. And hey, you get, you know, written content. You get uh, trading advice. Uh, me and my boy, uh, Clavin, going back and forth trying to help him fix his team i believe it's a sleeper league uh trying to help him deal with a lot of owners that don't like trading which again it's probably yeah, Clint Mosley, good guy, yep. get off sleeper man sleeper <laughs> create a goddamn counter button you know the thing about sleeper and what real quick uh, though, i wanted to say our our patron our patrons are great the community itself is worth worth it but the extras you get in the in the other tiers i mean check it out try to become one as soon as you can it's a blast but what you were just saying um totally um makes me laugh about sleeper because it's an app that's kind of created for young people younger than us by and large you know yes. it's an app it's on your phone it's supposed to be convenient but nothing about it is really that convenient it's yep. not it's i'd rather use mfl from the 
you know, from the URL. It's so much easier. But it is true. Our Patreon, our Patreon group me is an amazing group and uh, our listener league groups are amazing groups. So go join. I gotta be honest with you, like I, I, people have been jumping in the DMs a lot about trading and, you know, I'll answer a few questions and I'm like, all right, you know, you should really join the Patreon account though. Cause that's, you know, you're not just asking me, you're getting, you know, all those other viewpoints. Cause it's not like, you know, there's a couple fairly new players, but there's a lot of experienced players in there. But you're right. There's a lot of people in the group me chat that does that do give their opinions and there's some great opinions going on in there. So before we wrap up tonight, well, why don't we do this ultimate dynasty podcast league trade? We'll talk about that and then we'll wrap everything up and then we'll do those rookie trades in the Patreon. Okay. Trade alert. And this is what our good friend, uh, the ginger, uh, God, uh, Tyler Gunther. <laughs> Um, Who Tyler's going to start getting a haircut now. He's going to shave it. He said, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> um, so he, you know, he knows my, uh, 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 I'm just going to make it up a word, huh? Affinity for Miles Sanders. Obviously. I, I, had, word. Yeah, yeah. I had him in that league last year, matter of fact, and I, I traded him during my run to the title bitches. That's right. I beat the 11 other podcasts, podcasts. <laughs> what? Uh, whatever we did anyway oh my god um, so i gave up cd lamb who i do love um brashad perryman and a 2021 fourth I, I, okay um from miles sanders it's a super flex you only start nine see the thing okay. is th these start nine start ten if you have such a small starting lineup get the best players you can who cares about sure. depth if you're yeah. especially if you're only starting nine then of course I want Miles Sanders over CD Lamb and Brashard Perryman the fourth is meaningless but no definitely I'd want the Miles Sanders side outside of CD Lamb Perryman and the fourth are both meaningless yeah but i'm saying people would think that was a depth trade lamb for sanders that's how you got to look at it and then the other thing you got to look at is you're going to have to cut another player to roster pyramid right yep. and, and right. they're taking up the spot of somebody that may be a even juicier player give me the mall sanders side by a mile exactly by a miles jeremy uh, tyler tyler is pitching Miles Sanders hard to me as soon as, you know, the season was over. Um, and I was trying to get him back because I'm like, all right, I, I won the title. I want my Sanders back. You give him back. And I had the, uh, I think I had the 103 in that <laughs> league. And uh, he kept trying to get the 103 for Sanders out of me for Sanders. And I'm like, dude, I love Sanders, but no, like he, he'd be like the 105, 106 in this draft for me. I'd have him behind Taylor. I'd have him behind Dobbins. CEH because of the landing spot, I'd probably still put him in front of Swift and uh, what's his name, the other guy. Well, but so so then CD Lamb is going at like 107 in some of these drafts, so maybe that's what you ended up doing. I got it 111 in this draft. Well, in that one, maybe, yeah. But I'm saying, so you did end up doing the trade for it, yeah, yeah. So so then it worked out. Jeremy didn't make his opinion, but I'm sure it's the same as everybody else's. I'm not worried about it. I would have spoken up. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think Sanders is the play there. You have to think that way. We've talked about smaller rosters before, and it's bang for your buck. You definitely want to go for the the most best players. And you know English what? English lit uh, major. I wasn't, but 
go for the best players you can to, to, to roster and not worry about your depth as much. So yeah, good play. And it's definitely the kind of trade that gets done this week, you know, with right. the, with the, the excitement and the, and everybody wanting these rookies and everything like that, maybe in July and August when people are all calmed down, maybe they wouldn't have traded Miles Sanders for CD lamb, you know, but yeah, but you know, I mean, guys like us, this is basically already July for us. Well, like, <laughs> we're so far past the rookie season already. We're like, you know what I mean? Like, rookie draft we're like i had like 80 percent of those are you kidding me we have it's been crazy how many drafts we've done so uh, none of you are worried about carlos hyde coming and uh, <laughs> miles sanders thunder no uh, and i'm the only one that answers the other two aren't even gonna answer answer what he just said <laughs> But I love about. Katie. Katie, can you come back every week, please? So, um, <laughs> how many people were there? John, Ringo, Peter. Yeah, four. Paul, four. Yeah, was four. There Peter? Was there a four Peter? at a time? Or Peter? No, Peter was a. <laughs> You're all married a <laughs> so there's no Peter. It was George, Paul, Paul Ringo. John, Ringo. Right. She's like the fifth Beatle, even though there's only three of us. <laughs> so oh, my God. Be like the fourth. <laughs> Well, it's an awesome band that only had three people. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Jeremy's our music guy. Oh, there's there's a, there's a lot of three piece bands, but yeah, she she's um she's she puts the fourth wheel on this car. Yeah, this she's truck. the best. So hey, Katie, thank you for joining us. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna the wrap up now. Dog. I've got a uh, a missed trade that we can talk about in the Patreon show. Ooh. It's a missed rookie trade, and I'll give you the the lowdown. Here in a few minutes in the Patreon show. Nice, okay. nice. For the Patreon. So if you're not a patron yet, you can join now, <laughs> uh, bitches. Um, Thank one, you, Katie. One of the um, one of the guests, and when I say bitches, obviously I'm not referring to women. I'm referring to to. Uh, yeah, I think they got it. But go bitches ahead. Bitches is like a friend to me. Pete, we we understand. Right. We understand. Um, when I call you a dick. You know that it's out of way. Exactly. Um, but also true. And, <laughs> Um, I think it was it might oh have been Greg God. that said the last Patreon episode with a Katie on it. He's like, it's the greatest one ever. It really is. Uh, Everything when Katie's on it is the greatest ever. So, so I'm gonna go smoke. Um, if there's any children listening, remember <laughs> smoking is bad. So you know, send their cigarettes to me. All right, but go check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. Check out our iTunes account. Uh, check out Blitz at FF Blitz FFMike.com. <laughs> no. Thank There's you. also Jeremy Madman Brown, so you check him out at uh, Madman. <laughs> Madman. <laughs> Thank you. For those of you that don't know what that joke is, we would say, and Shane was on a show the other night and he forgot what my Twitter handle was, so that's why we're all laughing about it, but it's all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate yeah. you. Everybody say goodbye. Oh, wait. Katie, tell everybody where they can find you. Diva Debbie. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at FF underscore Skyler 399. And you can listen to me on Under the Helmet podcast every Wednesday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. And where else? The oh, drink. and on YouTube, Katie Flower. I do MFL um, tutorials on how to do certain commissioner things. And I'm Subscribe. also on com. Every now and again, I'll still write articles. Been a, been a minute, but I'm, I'm starting to feel it again. Awesome. Well, thank you for being with us. We love you here. Thanks, Katie. Uh, I love being here. Thanks for the Oh, episode. and um, Katie, uh, remember, may Jesus bless your crotch. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus bless your crotch. <laughs>
That's your crotch. That's the new. That's the new shirt. Oh my god. Okay. I say- ordered it. I can't wait till it comes. <laughs> Yeah. Thank yeah, you for listening. Said. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs>